Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello and welcome back. This is episode number 234 and today we are talking about the secret thing, the sneaky secret thing that might be sabotaging you and really destroying your motivation, just like totally squashing your motivation. But let's be clear, there are a lot of things that can destroy your motivation, right? But what I'm discussing today is something, like I said, it's kind of sneaky and it lurks below the surface. Now we're going to get to that in a minute, but first I want to touch on a few of those other things that you might be guessing. Those other things that can leave you feeling like a big pile of mushy, motivationless humanity who only wants to veg out, maybe take a nap, watch TV, and order takeout. Okay, so these are all things that can lead to that. They're not the subject of today's episode, but I think they can be really helpful. So let's go through them quickly. The top of the list is burning yourself out. Now, this can happen with your diet or your workouts. And it's like a super special whammy when it's both. And and a lot of people, I'm recording this episode in March, a lot of people might experience this after the new year, right? Like we get so motivated, we get so fired up. Yeah, 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 we're going to do it. I'm going to do keto plus intermittent fasting. So I'm going to totally starve myself for part of the day. And then I'm going to do keto the rest of the day and not eat any carbs. And then I'm going to work out six days a week and I'm going to go for a walk on top of that. And I'm going to journal and I'm going to blah, 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 and do all this stuff. And it's like, oh dear God, how do you... <laughs> Did you really think you could keep that up? And I get it. Like we want to seize our motivation, right? But that will straight up burn you out. It will burn you out mentally. It will burn out your self-discipline and your willpower. It will burn you out physically. It will literally, it can fry your nervous system, drain your muscles of any, like your muscles need energy to work guys. And so when you're giving them absolutely zero carbohydrates and you're, if you're not doing keto super strict and you're kind of dipping in and out of ketosis, you're going to kind of feel like crap. So your nervous system can be burnt out and fried. Your muscles are burnt out and fried. Your joints might be getting achy. You feel like you have no discipline or willpower. Yeah, because it's all been drained and you're burnt out. So that's one thing that can leave you feeling completely not motivated at all. So don't wonder why that happens if, if that's happened to you. Another thing is burning yourself out just by being way too busy. I talked about this a few episodes ago when it comes to margin. We can't fit 10 ounces into an eight ounce glass. If you have an eight ounce measuring cup and you try to pour 10 ounces into it, the liquid, the fluid is going to spill over the top and all over the counter or the floor, right? That's what we try to do all the time. We're so super crazy busy. We're working 50 hours a week and we've got a ton of social responsibilities and we, the kids have 27 different practices between soccer and basketball and gymnastics and lacrosse and piano lessons and guitar lessons and all of these things. Plus we're trying to be a great spouse to our husband or wife. And then we're also trying to, you know, manage our finances and be active in our church or different community organizations or whatever. And we're trying to be a good friend and we have try to get some social outings with people. Hey, let's go get coffee. And you ever notice it's always coffee. Why is it coffee? Because dear God, I have no energy. And if I don't suck down caffeine 24 seven, then I'm just going to fall over. <laughs> it's going to be like somebody unplugged me and I'm just going to collapse in the parking lot somewhere. So this is another reason we might have no motivation because we're burnt out not even from diet and exercise, which oftentimes if we're, 
if we're burnt out by being way too busy and having no margin, let's be honest, our nutrition's crap and we're, <laughs> we're not getting any workouts. And so we're just burnt out and we don't feel like doing anything because we're doing way too much stuff. Another thing that can leave us feeling totally motivationless that can destroy our motivation is doing a diet that you hate. <laughs> who, who, who wants to do that? Okay. I understand you want to lose weight and this diet promises that you'll lose a, you know, a ton of weight and blah, blah, blah. But like, if you can't get a little bit excited about it, if you can't at least agree somewhat with the overall philosophy and go, wait, I can work this into my lifestyle. If you hate it, you're not going to want to do it. You're not going to be motivated to do it. We are naturally motivated to do things that we like to do things, even if we don't like it, that we're at least a little bit excited about it, right? So doing a diet you hate, eh, not the way to go. Another thing that can destroy your motivation is doing workouts that you hate. But Corey, listen, man, this workout, I read all about it, and it's it's the way it's designed is specifically to like help me burn off belly fat and the fat off my love handles, but I got to do it this certain way, and I got to get up at 4 a.m. to drink this certain magical potion they give me or take these magical pills and then go for a 75-minute walk and keep my heart rate right between 115 and 120 the entire time. And then I got to do this. And then I got to eat celery and boiled eggs. And oh my gosh, workouts you hate, diets you hate will leave you feeling like a big, mushy, motivationless piece of humanity. You're not going to want to do it. And then the last thing, and we should probably do about 75 podcast episodes on this, is not sleeping enough. We live in a world where we like worship at the altar of busyness. We worship at the altar of achievement. And like I said, we suck down caffeine. All, and I'm not anti-caffeine. I enjoy some caffeine from time to time myself. But gang, like sleep, talk to any like respected scientist or doctor that, that knows the human body and understands physiology. Sleep is arguably the most important foundational element of everything. And we treat it like it's the... You know, the cat that want, look guys, I like cats. I'm not, I'm not anti-animal. We have a ton of, oh my gosh, my coaching group's going to go nuts. We have so many cat lovers <laughs> in our coaching group, but we treat sleep like, I didn't think about this ahead of time, so I'm struggling right now. We treat it like the, the, the random like neighborhood cat that wandered up that is really skittish and won't let us pet it. And we might kind of put food out for it, but if we forget, we forget because it seems like it's doing okay anyway, like whatever. We treat sleep like this second class thing. And it's like, oh, I'll get it when I get it. I'll, I'll live while I'm alive and sleep when I'm dead, you know? And we take this hardcore approach and that's, that's not good. That will burn us out. So all of these things can destroy your motivation. Please no emails, no hate emails from all the animal lovers. I like animals too. Okay. I was, I was struggling to find a good example there for sleep. And another one, another thing can, that can destroy your motivation and really kind of leads into the topic for today's episode is becoming obsessed with unrealistic results. Now, here's the thing. No results are necessarily unrealistic. I like to think that most of you can achieve almost anything that you want to achieve. But I'm talking about results that might seem totally unrealistic for you right now. So there may be some body that you want to have, some level of fitness or, or weight loss success that you want to have. And, and while I would say, hey, you can, you can get there, but like in your mind right now, it just seems like, oh my gosh, I, that seems so out there. I don't feel like I can ever get there. And as I said, that perfectly leads into the topic for today's episode. See, there's something lurking in the back of our brain 
that can totally crush our motivation. It's lurking. It's below the surface. And honestly, we usually totally miss it. And even if we do kind of figure it out, we usually go about solving this problem all wrong. You don't overcome this thing by getting rid of it, which is what we want to do with problems, right? We want to overcome it and get rid of it. You overcome it by shifting your focus, by changing how you're thinking and changing how you do things. That, <laughs> that my friends, might be the most important thing to take away from this episode. After 20 plus years of coaching people, I would say that might be one of the biggest things we miss. Success often requires us to shift our focus, change how we think, to think outside the box that we normally naturally think inside of. And then when we do this, suddenly we're changing how we do things also. And changing how we do things becomes a lot more doable and a lot more sustainable. The problem is we've just never thought about it like that before, right? <laughs> we've always been thinking the same kind of way, thinking in the same box that we always have. We're stuck in our ways. I'm speaking from experience. I'm almost 45 years old. I'm stuck in my ways too. We're stuck in our ways and our brain is stuck in its ways. Our brain is stuck trying to figure out the same problem in the same way we've always attempted in the past. And newsflash, it ain't working, guys. If it hasn't worked over and over again, then it probably isn't going to magically work now or the next time you try it. I think of this like, when the power's out, right? Like when you have no electricity to your home, we're just so hardwired. We walk into a room, what do we do? We immediately flip the light switch. <laughs> we try to turn the light on. I, I don't know about you. Maybe you're way smarter than me, but like I, I've, if, if the power's out for any amount of time, I do this over and over and over again. I'm like, Corey, what in the world? How many times are you going to try to turn the lights on when you know the power's out? And it's just what we're conditioned to do. And with weight loss, it's the same sort of thing. We're conditioned to do the same thing over and over and over again. Look, here, look, please don't miss this. If you're ready to stop flipping the light switch <laughs> and actually plug into your power source, if you're ready to do what I just said was often the missing link, to shift your focus, change how you think, and learn about a different way to lose weight that will improve your confidence, reduce your stress around food and dieting, and it improves your relationship with yourself, then mark this down on your calendar right now, Thursday, April 13th, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm doing a free live class where I'll teach you one of the most powerful weight loss truths that I know. We'll dive deeper into what the diet industry is trying to trick you with, literally trick you with. And then I'll walk you through how I coach my clients to incredible success that not only changes their body, but also changes their brain and their life. I'll tell you what we do, why we do it, and how we do it. Plus, I'll answer any and all of your questions right then and there, live. You may say, well, Corey, I don't even know if I like you, and I really like keto, and you just talk bad about keto. I have some keto questions. That's fine. Come to me. I'll answer your keto questions honestly. Even if you are not interested in me or in my program or in my coaching group, that's okay. You can feel free to come and ask questions. So to register, just go to everybodyhatesdiets.com, register, and then actually attend. <laughs> that attend part is pretty important. It always blows my mind how many people register and then like don't ever attend, which is fine. That's okay. Things come up and stuff, but please understand you don't get any benefit from registering, but not attending. I only do these live events about two or three times per year and I don't send out replays. 
So carve out the time and join me for what is basically a free coaching call. Okay? Now, back to this episode. So there's something lurking in the back of our brain that can totally crush our motivation. We, we've established that. And there's a really good chance that we go about solving this problem all wrong. So many times we want to remove the obstacle, like I mentioned earlier, or we want to figure out how to overcome and beat that thing, the enemy that's holding us back. When in reality, that is usually not the best way to go about it. Matter of fact, it can kind of be the worst way. Often it leads to us being just absolutely stuck. That may be where you are right now. You feel totally stuck. And we feel stuck because whether we realize it or not, we've become obsessed with the wrong thing. Obsessed not with a solution, but with the problem. We feel like we're doing exactly what we should be doing. We're focused and determined. We're trying like crazy, but it's like one of those riddles where our brain just keeps trying to solve it in the same way. We keep trying to go the same route, trying harder and harder. We think we're brainstorming, but really we're just rehearsing slightly different versions of what, we're, what we've already been trying just like we do with trying to lose weight. <laughs> it's the same thing. Okay, Corey, enough build up. So what is this thing that's lurking in our brain that destroys motivation? Well, according to psychologist and author Tom Bunn, motivation can be suppressed, destroyed. That's my words, not his. Motivation can be suppressed by believing you can't succeed. Huh, interesting. So believing you can't succeed, can destroy your motivation. A lack of belief can destroy your motivation. That is what might very well be deep inside your brain, steering the ship, steering your ship, regardless of how hard you try. So the obvious next question is, does this apply to you? Do you believe you can succeed? Now, it's super important to get crazy, raw, honest with yourself here. Think of exactly what you want to achieve and then answer the question like you just got injected with truth serum. Do I really, truly believe I can or will ever actually accomplish that? If not, that's okay. You're not alone. Trust me. Most of the people that I work with admit to a lack of belief. They've tried and failed and tried and failed and tried and failed so many times that they don't think they can do it. They don't believe they'll ever lose the weight and get in shape. You know, now, if this is you, then we need to ask another question. What exactly is it that you don't believe you can accomplish? Lose 20 pounds? Lose 50 pounds? Lose 75 pounds? Fit, or maybe it's fit into a certain size of jeans? Or get rid of your belly fat? Run a 5K? Or we get into the real tricky ones. Uh, be confident in your body to like the way you look. Now, here's the thing. All of those are outcome goals. Outcome goals, G-O-A-L-S. And here's the secret. You don't have to believe you can succeed in order to achieve your goals. <gasps> what? Time for the But Corey portion of the podcast. What? But Corey, hold on a second. Man, this doesn't make any sense. I thought believing in yourself was super important. Man, you always finish your podcast episodes by saying, even if you don't believe in yourself, you can borrow my belief. I know, I know, I hear you, but just hear me out, okay? This is where so many people do exactly what I mentioned earlier. They get super focused on their lack of belief, and then they start doing everything possible to try to figure it out, figure out how to build their belief. 
What can I do to start believing more in myself? What can I do to start believing that I can actually accomplish my goals? All the while, (laughs) the bully in your brain, that little voice in your head, is sitting over to the side, (laughs) dying, laughing, making fun of you because you've become obsessed with your outcome goal, but you don't believe you can ever achieve it. So you're spinning your wheels, trying to build belief, and you're not doing anything to actually move you in the direction that you want to go. The majority of your time and energy is focused or absorbed into your lack of belief. And you're not taking action. You're focused on the problem and can't even see the simple solutions that are all around you. Now, that may seem confusing and you may be like, I don't even, what are you talking about, dude? So just hang with me. I'll do my best to make sense of it all and to start making sense of kind of everything I've shared. I'm just going to confuse you a little more first. I'm going to confuse you by contradicting myself. So is believing in yourself important? At this point, you might expect me to say no based off what I've just shared, but that's not true. It is important. It's just important in a very different way than you might think. It's not important that you believe you can actually achieve your big overall lose 50 pounds or look good in a swimsuit goal. It's not important that you believe that. But you do need to believe in yourself. You need to have the right kind of belief. You don't have to believe in some huge overall outcome. All you have to do is believe you can take the first step. And to do this, you must grab your pen, open up the notes section of your phone, write this down. You must shift from being outcome obsessed to action focused. All you need is enough belief in yourself to tackle today. Just enough belief to take action one day at a time. That's it. You can set a big outcome goal. That's great. But then put it aside and start doing what it takes to get there. Think about it. When you take a big trip, you pick your destination, then you start making plans on how to get there, where you'll stay, travel details, how much will it cost, what all do you need to pack, will you need a passport, et cetera, et cetera. And then you start knocking those things out, right? You start actually planning your trip, taking action that sets you up and gets you closer to actually taking the trip and arriving at your destination. The process of losing weight should be exactly the same. You want to lose a certain amount of weight? Great. You can get there, but only if you stop dreaming and doubting and you start taking action here and now that will get you there then. (laughs) This is exactly what we do in my coaching group. We set very specific weekly action goals that you can focus on and tackle. And then we do it. Then we set updated weekly goals and do it again and again. And again, and sure, there are mess ups along the way, but we know that's part of the process. We learn and keep going, focusing on taking action one day at a time, week after week. And when you do this, the craziest thing happens. You're not even worried about whether or not you believe you can lose 35 pounds or get rid of your belly fat. You're not worried about that anymore. Why? Because you're too busy actually doing the stuff that will lead to your big overall goals. You've already lost 11 pounds, you're down one pant size, and you have tons more energy, and that's great. You're excited, but honestly, you're just much more focused on execution, on taking action, because you've realized that is what gets you where you want to go, not obsessing about how far you have left to go, 
or dreaming about how awesome it will be once you get there or getting distracted by your lack of belief. That doesn't even matter anymore. You know why? Because you are building belief in yourself each and every single freaking day. That's the answer to the riddle, my friends. You increase your belief by ignoring the lack of belief and just taking action. Focus on the lack of belief and it just grows because you're focusing on the problem. The solution is to say, hold my beer and, <laughs> and leave the lack of belief in the dust. Sorry, I don't, I don't drink beer, but you guys know from all the internet memes and stuff, it just seemed appropriate. Like, hold on, hold my stuff here. Let me show you what I can do. Leave the lack of belief in the dust as you take action day by day, week after week. And then one day you wake up and realize, like, holy crap, I didn't just doubt myself. This is amazing. You've built your belief, not by working on belief, but by taking action. I think confidence is the same, at least social confidence. The more we're focused on ourselves, the less confidence we have and the less confidence we portray. The more we're focused on others, the less we have a need for confidence because we're not obsessed with ourselves. We're not obsessed with constantly thinking about, oh my gosh, how do I look? What does my hair look like? Oh, uh, what, did, what, what do I say? What should I wear? No, it's not the way it is. It's the same with belief, guys. The more we're focused on lack of belief, the less belief we have, the less action we take, the less belief we have the less action we take and so on and so on and so on. The more we're focused on action, on the other hand, the less we need some massive belief because we're not obsessed with constantly analyzing our belief or lack of it. We just take action, celebrate what we've done and keep going. Boom. That's how we get it done. When you do this, you're building what I call success momentum. And before you know it, you're changing who you are. You're changing how you see yourself. And yes, you're changing your body too. And it is pretty freaking awesome if you ask me. That's how you succeed, guys. Or the alternative, you sit in a big pile of lack of belief with a big frown, daydreaming, doubting, and being mean to yourself, constantly getting sucked into all or nothing thinking, and if you're not careful, becoming a poor, poor me type of person who feels totally powerless and might even start to blame others for their lack of success, their lack of results, and their life overall. It's your choice, my friends. I hope you'll choose wisely and feel the incredible life-changing power and motivation <laughs> that comes with it. I also hope that you'll share this episode with someone who might need to hear it. And I hope that you and maybe that person too will choose to attend my free live class on April 13th at 8 p.m. Eastern time. That's a Thursday, Thursday, April 13th, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Just go to everybodyhatesdiets.com, register, and then attend. That's your action item, okay? <laughs> you want to take a step in a positive direction with your, with your body, with your health, with your belief? That's one simple thing you can do that could truly change your entire weight loss mindset and start you on a new path to weight loss success and peace of mind with food and your body. I hope to see you on Thursday, April 13th at 8 p.m. Take care, guys. Much love. God bless. Bye-bye.